1: Strong again. We will make America wealthy again. We will make America proud again. We will make America safe again. And yes, together we will make America great again. Thank you, God bless you, and God bless America.
2: Gifted hands he had, especially with a slide up, mm-hmm. up on that guitar, ladies and gentlemen. Turn that back up again there, Jeff. Oh, that wail of the guitar. How about that? So pretty little Leonard Skinner for you there, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the American Adversaries Radio Show. All right, we are here live in the Relax and Comfort studio. And of course, uh Leonard Skinner, big part of the American Adversaries. We use their bump music quite often throughout the years. And of course, uh, my all time favorite band, greatest Southern Boogie Band ever there was. Ever. Yep. And uh, so, Gary Rossington, the uh, final surviving member of the original Linyard Skinyard Band uh was uh when he passed away and they announced it uh, i guess it was it last night or this mm-hmm. morning awesome. and uh, 71 years old and uh boy did he have the gifted hands and made a lot of great music and a lot of great fin- friends throughout the years and we're going to miss him for sure even though he had not been touring with the band last few years uh he had had some some heart issues uh hard living probably is what he'd hard say living. it was but uh <clears throat> anyway, we're going to use some of the uh, Leonard Skinner music once again tonight, as we will continue to use because uh, I cut my. I remember the night when the uh, they announced that the uh, plane crashed in October of '77. Yep, and uh, my buddies had just seen them in Lakeland only days before. I think it was either the concert before or the the concert before the last concert. Mm-hmm. And. Uh, the uh, I remember exactly where I was sitting because I was learning to play the guitar at the time, playing Leonard Skinner. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, going to Miami Dade down to the. Homestead Campus down there. All right, anyway, uh, welcome to the show. We are coming to you on Salem Media Group's News Talk Station of the Year, and of course coming from the Relaxing Comfort Studio on the big, new, bolder, stronger, and more important to listen to than ever before, AM 950 and FM 94.9 The Answer. And of course, you can also listen to us at the AnswerOrlando.com website where we invite you and encourage you to join the Answer Seekers Club so that you can enter to win a lot of great contests Including what's going on right now with the $250 gift certificate. That's pretty nice, it isn't pretty it? Pretty is. And you can use it either or or both. Uh, that is Cafe, not once a Cafe puts on. No, I mean, uh, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? The Images Auto spa or the Supreme Court Detailing Superstores. I and doubt Pasquale's going to come out <laughs> and shine your rims. Right? <laughs> he might. Not likely, though. <laughs> <laughs> and. Uh, uh, and uh, you can also, of course, uh, uh, enter the win the Book of the Month Club and a lot of other great contests right there, at the AnswerOrlando.com website. <laughs> you can also listen on our website, AmericanAdversaries.com, on your Alexa devices, and you can still download the free Answer Orlando app on your smart devices. And, yes, you will see our sad, forlorn faces on our Rumble channel tonight. That is American Adversaries on Rumble. I
3: don't know, Chris, from where I'm sitting, 71 seems pretty young, don't it? It does,
2: Need it. It really. Really, really does. Ah, oh, yeah, yeah. I woke up with that bad news this morning. I've mm-hmm. been thinking about that all day long. Yeah, uh, I'm an old Leonard Skinner. All right, so uh, the uh, we got Abe Katzman who's going to join us here shortly, uh, live uh, from Jerusalem. And uh, John's got some uh, good news for us. I anticipate. Good news. All right. We need it today, every day. And uh, we also have a woman with us. Uh, She's from Vienna, Austria. Her name is Elizabeth Sabadich-Wolf, and she was at CPAC over the weekend. So uh, we're going to talk to her about that and Muslim extremism in Austria. Austria, Yes, indeed. All right. That and a whole lot more right here tonight. I don't know if you caught uh, Trump's speech at CPAC over the weekend. It was another... Trump's speech. I mean, it went about two hours long, and he had wow. he had the whole, you know, everything in there in the kitchen sink, and uh, it really resonated positively with the crowd and people who watched it on television. Shockingly enough, Fox actually showed it live, as did C-SPAN. I expected C-SPAN to, because they're kind of committed to now that he's an official mm-hmm. presidential candidate and everything.
3: And he kicked butt button, that straw poll.
2: Uh, he did. Uh, he he increased his margin of victory over last year when they had it here in Florida, and actually DeSantis' numbers went down slightly. Now, DeSantis chose not to go to the event, and I'm sure that that had an effect on the numbers. Instead, he went out to California to speak to a a group of big uh, Republican donors out at the Reagan Library out there and also did a book signing while he was out there. Mm. Uh, I wish he'd come home and do his job. Well, you know, the legislative session only starts tomorrow. I mean... I (laughs) I wish we had a governor in Florida. Uh, yeah uh, so and by the way um, and I don't think that we've talked about this before I don't recall that we have at least not on the air anyway we might have but I can't remember that we have but currently he cannot be governor and run for president we actually have a law in this state you have to resign to run exactly Wow so either the legislature is going to have to change that law now this session or in a special session to accommodate him, and he will have to sign it. <laughs> wow.
3: It's, like, it's, a, it's a Katie Hobbs thing.
2: Uh, well, I don't know. So uh, and he now, now, here's the interesting thing. Supposedly he's going to make his announcement, whether he will or won't, after the session is over. But if they don't do it during the session, then he would need to have and call a special session, and that might not look so good. No. You know, uh, that the, the state have to pony up a bunch of extra money. I mean, hundreds of thousands probably, but nonetheless, the media would make a big deal of it. It's
3: not going to look good if they do it this
2: session. Uh, uh, <laughs> so supposedly there's a, there's a bill <laughs> floating around the House. I'm not so sure about the Senate. Next time we get one of the, uh, an insider uh, from uh, either the House or Senate... Or somebody who knows will certainly ask them, uh, but uh, that is a hurdle yet to be dealt with. Mm-hmm. So it may be that he is not going to run. Is a bill to change the rule or to keep it the same? It, but it is to change the rule. Yeah,
3: uh, the, 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 in they're in control, and they got to keep the governor at home. Well, will not change it.
2: Yeah. So uh, you know, either uh, they do change the law, or he will have to resign as governor, and you know, mm-hmm. risk. Losing the primary and and, and being out of a job. He better be darn sure that he's going to win. Or he better get that law changed. Uh -uh. And so he would still be able to run for president, but just not as governor of the state of Florida. And I think that's pretty wise. Evidently, whoever put that bill forward and passed it for so uh, a moment where a governor would come along and and get elected and all of a sudden decide he wants to run for president just after being reelected or elected.
4: Yep. I like so,
2: that law. Well, it, it's, uh, it's there. <laughs> and uh, I'm sure some people do not like it uh, just for that reason, that it is there. So, uh, meanwhile, uh, four Americans were kidnapped in Mexico. Probably by, although we don't know for sure, but it appears to be by a drug cartel, one Mm -hmm. or two. Evidently, they went down from Brownsville, Texas, and crossed over the border in search of medicine, quote-unquote. I presume cheaper drugs down there. And they were caught in a crossfire of what is being called gang activity, drug gangs, no doubt, and uh, were shot at, but evidently not. Wounded, at least not severely, or killed because they were piled into another car and driven off, quote unquote, at gunpoint. So we don't know at this when we went on air tonight, uh, their status down there. I don't know if uh, Biden has been asked about this sort of thing, but this is. Not unusual when you consider how uncontrolled that border is down there on both sides.
3: Yeah, well, they say that that two of the people appeared to be severely wounded or dead because they were thrown into the back of the pickup truck along with the woman who was alive. Oh, I see. And then a major gun battle between the warring factions took place, and they got so bad at times that the embassy had to actually issue an alert to everybody to shelter. Yeah. The embassy or the consulate, whatever's there.
2: Yeah, Uh, tragically, it's worse than I thought. Uh, so, wow. yeah, we'll have to see uh, if the, how this administration responds to that sort of thing. By the way, uh, Trump, uh, not talking about this instance, but talking about the, the nature of the border down there, how, how wild it is, how uncontrollable it is, said he would treat it like he, he treated ISIS. He would treat those cartels like he treated ISIS, yeah. the Islamic State. It's time. And if you remember, he pretty much eradicated the Islamic State and certainly whittled them down quite a bit to a nub, you might say. Huh. And uh, so it is a, a situation where it is almost literally warlike down there. The cartels, as we've said for a couple of years now, control the southern border, our southern border. They control what goes on because they control the activity along the border, which draws our forces to it. So if they want to smuggle a bunch of drugs uh, across Rick's property, they, they send a bunch of people across John's property to draw all the law enforcement in, and then they just waltz in. Yep. I mean, they're, 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 they're devilishly clever. And when you're, when you're dealing with people who are hampered by the, the outlandish policies, and really not funded well enough, or supplied, nor manned, staffed well enough, it makes the job of the cartels quite a bit easier. And there, there probably should be a, I, I think there was a State Department warning. I know there was because mm-hmm. of this incident, incident, but I think there was already also a State Department warning about anybody traveling in that area of Mexico that you basically enter at your own risk. And, you know, perhaps we should build a wall to keep Americans out of Mexico so they don't go down there and get kidnapped or shot and murdered yep. by the cartels. Maybe if somebody put it that way to Biden, he might see the logic in it <laughs> because, of course, he likes to restrict Americans' movement, right? Yeah, that's right. If we sell it to him as this is where way you restrict more Americans <laughs> from driving their cars where they shouldn't be driving their cars, let's build that wall. Maybe the fool will get it done. But until then, there's going to be more and more violence on that border because the cartels are more powerful than they've ever been in history thanks to the wide-open traffic and money they're making down there. It's, it's just really absurd. But this is the Biden administration. All right. When we come back, uh, we'll have Abe Katzman. He's going to be joining us live from Jerusalem. Thank you for joining us today as the birds are flying free. Free,
5: free. <laughs> AM 950 and FM 94.9. The answer.
3: Join us for the 38th annual Central Florida All-British Car Show at Henry's Depot, 212 West 1st Street in Sanford on April 1st from 9 a.m. to 2 p.m. Come see nearly 200 classic British cars, visit our vendors, and have lunch at Henry Depot's fabulous food court. Exhibitors and vendors can arrive for the show at 8 a.m., and trophies will be awarded at 3. Registrations can be done at our website at BritishCarClubOfCentralFlorida.com. It's free to the public with free parking, and it's a great day of family fun. Don't forget to join us Friday night, March 31st at 5.30 at the Post Time Lounge in Castlebury for our annual pre-show meet and greet. Make it a weekend of fun
6: at the Central Florida All-British Car Show.
7: Network sound and video. Are you moving, downsizing, cleaning, or consolidating your garage, attic, storage unit? You'll probably find some pretty valuable family archives like 8mm film, videotapes, photos, slides, records, and cassettes. Well, now is the perfect time to have us transfer your family memories to new digital formats. Share your treasures with family, friends, classmates, business associates, and military buddies. Call or visit Network Sound and Video, 407-834-8555, 407-834-8555.
8: Try the new Tex-Mex Takes on Shrimp at Tijuana Flats. Crispy shrimp tacos with corn salsa, fajita shrimp quesadilla, and a tasty shrimp bowl with signature garlic lime sauce. Order now at TijuanaFlats.com.
2: Have you heard the great news, folks? The Supreme Car Detailing Superstores have added a third location to better serve you. The new location is at Candace Drive in 1792 in Maitland. As with their other locations at 510 North State Road 434 and at South Orange Avenue and Sand Lake Road, this new detailing superstore is stocked with all the cleaning products and tools you need for any cleaning task. Ask for your cars, trucks, RVs, boats, homes, and businesses. At this new location, you can also test your driving skills on a state-of-the-art simulator. You will believe how real the experience is. To clean better, with less effort, go to the Supreme Car Detailing Superstores. They're open from 10 to 6, 7 days a week. Or you can order online at dasuperstore.com. That's dasuperstore.com.
9: Call me, and I'll do the rest. I'm Abby Greenberg with the Golden Group at Compass, the number one brokerage in the country. It's a seller's market and there's no better time to list your house. I'll get it sold and get you the greatest return on your real estate investment. Need to make renovations first? Through Compass Concierge, we'll cover the renovation costs up front and sell your house for top dollar. I'm Abby Greenberg, and you can sell your home with ease with The Golden Group. 407-484-2689.
5: Stuck in traffic? We've got the answer.
10: Answer traffic, westbound I-4, slow around Colonial, then slow from Kirkman to U.S. 27, eastbound I-4, slow from Old Polk Road to the Turnpike, around Fairbanks, and from 434 up towards Monroe. Slowdowns on the 429 southbound, headed into I-4, northbound, slow into 441. Your latest answer traffic, I'm Dave Dorica.
2: That music means it is now time to visit with our man in Jerusalem. And, of course, I'm talking about Abe Katzman. Abe, how are you doing today?
11: I am doing okay. Uh, happy Purim to all of your Jewish listeners and I guess even your non-Jewish
2: listeners.
8: Well, you, you,
11: um, know,
2: you beat me to it. I've got it written right here in my notes. <laughs> Happy Purim to you, too. And uh, uh, Okay. And, Thank you. And and we, we actually looked it up and found out it was from the book of Ruth? Esther. 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 I'm sorry. Esther. Yeah, I'm sorry. All right. Thank God for Queen Esther. Yes, indeed. That's right.
11: And school, and, uh, us, school uh, us a
2: little bit on it. Tell, tell the folks what it is.
11: Well, the, the short version of this is that uh, 2,500 years ago, um, the Persian Empire straddled uh, the, this part of the world from India until Ethiopia. Um, and uh, there was, uh, a, a, I don't know if you want to call it a plot, but there was somebody there who managed to engineer, uh, ingratiate himself with the, with the king, and actually gained the legal mandate to kill all of the Jews in the Empire. And Esther was uh, the heroine here, who was uh, actually the queen. There are all these all these things back and forth, these crazy ricochets, and it turns out she's the queen, and she has not disclosed her Jewish background to the king until now, when, it's, when, when the chips are down, and she does and manages to get the king to reverse the edict, uh, hang this aide who had uh, uh, who was going to do this, and uh, set the Jews loose against the various enemies who were looking to wipe them out and, you know, plunder their, their possessions and all that. So um, it was a close one. They actually had picked out the date, which is today on the Hebrew calendar, as the day on which... The uh, the genocide would be committed against the Jews.
2: Wow! All right, very good. Well, in the meantime, Iran. Iran, that's right, the Persians.
11: That's what it is. There
2: there it is. Well, let's start with Iran, because there's been a lot of noise made over the last couple of weeks that they have like 84% purified uranium, pretty much already a nuclear bomb material, and the head of the IAEA paid a visit to them, I guess, last week. So kind of put it all together for us, if you would.
11: Okay. Um, Yeah, a couple of weeks ago, the IAEA uh, detected at least certain particles that were enriched to, uh, I think, 84%. And uh, everybody says, I think we mentioned this, everybody talks about 90% being weapons-grade, but uh, looked it up, and the Hiroshima bomb was 80%. So you can do a lot of damage with 80%, um, and they're there. So uh, even, I mean, the the UK and France and Germany all want to censure Iran. Um, uh, guess who's guess who's stopping them? The Biden administration. Oh boy! So uh, I think the yeah these the, these countries have now come to understand that they are also threatened by Iran perhaps as much as Israel. Well, uh, the UK, enough. I yeah, the and also in, in uh, apparently in the UK they have stopped 15 plots to either kidnap or assassinate Iranian uh, political opponents on UK soil. Hmm. So they're you know Iran is uh if they can't act in Israel they'll act elsewhere. Anyway, the head of the IAEA goes over there to uh, to inspect, and he's actually not a bad guy. Usually, he's been pretty good. He's been pretty honest, and but you know he's limited in what he can do. So he got what he called concrete commitments for transparency. Hmm. Oh, that's that's oh man. Well, what if the Iranians are promising transparency, oh, a, yeah. it doesn't get better than that. Oh, what right. could go wrong? Yeah. So. Um, yeah, remember those cameras? They turned off, right? Uh, on the yeah, those were IAEA cameras, and they agreed to turn them back on. <laughs> I think that's the transparency. I don't know if there's more than that, but uh, we'll. See. Apparently, it's enough to avoid UN cent- uh-huh. uh, censure and UN sanctions, and. Um, By the way, one of the things where he, this guy kind of put his foot in his mouth, I guess, from Israel's perspective, Um, he made a statement that an Israeli attack on Iran would be against the law. Now, I'm not sure, he didn't have any statement about what the law is regarding Iran's threats to annihilate uh, the nation of Israel.
2: Right, and arming uh, the, the enemies of Israel right in Israel's neighborhood. Uh, right. Yeah. All right. Uh, when we come back for the break, I want to pick it up here because you're right. I mean, they now have enough material to make, presumably, at least one weapon. When we come back, we'll bring it, uh, bring you back with Abe Katzman. Of course, he is joining us live from Jerusalem, and you can visit him at his website abekatzman.com. You spell Katzman with an S. We are the American adversaries. Remember, this is the quick turnaround as we add our WACX Antenna TV audience. So please stay with us.
0: You
12: broke my heart when you said we'll part. With SRN News, I'm Keith Peters reporting Ukraine's president is vowing to hold on to Bakhmut as Russian forces encroach on the devastated eastern city. The Kremlin has sought to capture it for six months at the cost of thousands of lives. Less than a week ago, an advisor to Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky said the Ukrainian defenders might retreat from Bakhmut and fall back to nearby positions. But Zelensky's chaired a meeting in which the country's top military brass spoke in favor of continuing the defense and strengthening the Ukrainian positions. More than 20 people from around the country Face domestic terrorism charges after dozens in black masks attacked the site of a police training center under construction in a wooded area outside Atlanta. On Wall Street, the Dow by 40 points, the NASDAQ dropped 13. More details at SRNnews.com. AM 950
5: and FM 94.9 The Answer. Stuck in traffic? We've got the answer. Answer traffic,
10: westbound, I-4. Slow around Colonial, then slow from Kirkman to U.S. 27. Eastbound, I-4. Slow from Old Polk Road up towards the turnpike, around Fairbanks, and from 434 up to Monroe. Crash on Curry Ford westbound at Palm Creek before Goldenrod. 429, slow southbound into I-4. Slow both ways out from the turnpike. Your latest answer traffic. I'm Dave Dorica.
0: There ain't no doubt I love this land. God
2: bless the USA. all right we're back we are the American adversaries radio reality TV show welcome to you folks who are now tuned in on WACX-TV. That's the Super Channel, 55.7 on your antenna remote. All right, you got John Barros, Rick Brown, and myself, Christopher Hart, here in the Relaxing Comfort Studio. Jeff Sinis is on the bridge. I am on the crystal clear Thompson Jewelers Diamond microphone. And... And with us is Abe Katzman. Abe, John has a question for you relating to Iran.
4: Yes, sir. I uh, I know that Israel has probably the best intelligence in the world, and they, I'm sure, know exactly what's going on, and they have these threats from that government to annihilate them. I'm just wondering, how far along do you think it'll be before Israel does something about this? The weapon. Yeah.
11: Uh, look, I, Israel, I'm sure, would like this problem to be disposed of one way or another without military attack. Uh, I mean, military attack would uh, set off, if not, if not a full war, at least a barrage of about 130,000 rockets from Hezbollah. Uh, that's way more than uh, Iron Dome or any of the other systems can, uh, uh, can stop I mean, it would be, it it really is a, I don't know if you call it a last resort, but, uh, you know, Israel is not eager to do this. On the other hand, they may have to, and it's not helping matters that um, the, I mean, on the one hand, the U.S. military seems to have, seems to be coordinating a lot of stuff with, uh, with Israel. They've, um, there's, uh, they just went through this this giant, uh, big military exercise, this thing they call Juniper Falcon. And this year they did it with like three times as uh, as many military assets as usual. Um, You know, this is all very good for sending a message to Iran, but the message is only good if Iran thinks that the U.S. might make good on any kind of threat or the hint of military activity. And I don't, it doesn't look like they do. And not only that, it kind of looks from here like the U.S. is trying to make it so that Israel won't be able to attack Iran. Um, they don't want; they, they seem to not want it to happen. These are, you know, it's a bunch of Obama hands that are that are running policy, and it seems to be very much the same as uh, as as when you know as as in the Obama administration, they were doing the same thing. So, you know, I, I can't. Of course, I'm not. Uh, I'm not in the room where this kind of stuff is discussed. But um, there are a lot of different angles that Israel has to worry about here.
4: Yes.
2: Meanwhile, Lloyd, Secretary of Defense Lloyd Austin. Was over in the neighborhood. I guess did he visit Israel? I I saw where he did visit Jordan and spoke with the king over there. Uh, Supposedly, this is they're now figuring out that uh, abandoning the Middle East policy to focus on far 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 East policy uh, wasn't as wise as it seemed at the moment. Uh, Abe, any any, anything on that?
11: (laughs) Well. Yeah, he's uh, he is in Jordan. He's on a trip that will also take him to Israel and to Egypt. Uh, the official story is that uh, they'll be discussing China and Russia and Iran. Um, and the one thing that is specifically mentioned that kind of stands out here is West Bank violence. And the there's again, Israel. You know, it's it's great that. Uh, I mean, I, if if the administration listens to Israel at all, uh, and you know, Israel kind of knows its own security needs and and the level of violence it's facing, but when the government talks in terms of uh, the cycle of violence to be addressed, that usually is code for saying we are going to lean on Israel to make some kind of. Concessions that Israel probably considers dangerous, um, and why they're doing it. Well, it mm. keeps a lid on things. Um, the proposals that they're talking about. Not, I don't know if Austin is here talking about it, but he might be. Um, the The point man on all of this is uh, in the State Department is a guy named Hedy Amer, um who is uh, uh, outright pro. Palestinian. I mean, he's, he maintains a diplomatic manner, but this guy is not uh, looking out for, for Israel's best interests. And one of the things they've been talking about, he was here a couple of weeks ago. He was in the region. And they're talking about a uh, kicking around a new U.S. plan to curtail um, the violence in the West Bank. How would they do it? By boosting the Palestinian Authority, they would give about 5,000 Palestinian uh, uh, police, if that's what they want to call them, yeah. commando training. Oh, boy. And then they would deploy them. Right. And, you know, so far, it, it, it the obliviousness to what's been going on, there's this wave of terror, and it's Palestinian Authority, Security people who were involved in like half the attacks. Hey Abe, maybe maybe involved in all of them, but th- that we know about.
12: Abe, do you really H- think they're oblivious? The Say it again. Uh, n- yeah.
11: no. <laughs> but I, I, uh, uh, I, you know, I like to give them the benefit of the doubt. Um, no, this is uh, th- this is really disturbing. Um at least to me. I, I don't know if people in the in the defense establishment here uh, feel the same way, but I look at this and I am really worried about the orientation. Sure.
3: Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and when you say the, Palestinian fighters, right, are you including Hamas?
11: No, uh, it it would not be. Well, they are at the same time t- pushing, always trying to push Hamas and uh, the Palestinian Authority to reconcile. If they do reconcile, sure. Why not add Hamas? That's right. uh,
2: yeah, to the mix. Why
11: not give Hamas guys American commando training and weapons, probably too.
2: No doubt. Um, and no yeah. doubt, don't you think they'd probably have infiltrators in there, anyways? I mean, uh, it's uh, anyway, This reminds me of uh, several weeks ago. Uh, the administration put out a call. To countries, NATO countries, and countries like Venezuela, Cuba, and who was who was the other one? Venezuela, Brazil. Cuba, Brazil. If they would send tanks and armored vehicles to Ukraine, we would restock them out of our supply. I mean, uh-huh. C- Cuba and Venezuela. Uh, th- this is just insanity. What's going on with this administration? Meanwhile. Uh, Burns, the CIA director, says that Iran and Russia are closer than they've ever been, at least in modern history, Abe.
11: Yeah. Um, I mean, it, it's pretty obvious that they are getting close. I think we knew that even without Burns. But I'm glad to see that at least they're talking as if they recognize what's going on. Uh, the bargain between Iran and Russia is... It seems to be that Russia is going to end up helping them with their missile program in exchange for Iranian help with uh, their drones and whatever else you know, whatever else they need. There are, um, there are, uh, you know, there there are are, by by joining forces, um, there are great advantages that they have. Uh, There are synergies. Um, I guess if you'd put it in business terms. Uh,
3: so the missile by, program uh, that would carry economy. their nuclear weapon to Haifa
11: <laughs> right uh, yes and just to make that even a little bit easier do you remember you know when all of this started when the uh, when there was the, uh, the when they were negotiating the Iranian nuclear deal maybe it was when they signed it but Russia stepped in and had agreed to warehouse all of the the enriched uranium that Iran, the uranium that Iran had already enriched, right? Yeah. So, and they were holding it, but now they're uh, time to return it. Time to give it back to Iran. I'm sure they will handle it completely responsibly.
2: Yes, uh, they'll have their peaceful nuclear uh, energy program mm-hmm. <laughs> department take medical
11: isotope. Haven't heard that for a while. Yeah. But uh, You remember that's what they what they used to claim all along.
2: Meanwhile, we saw a report last week that Iran is suffering terrible inflation, like hyperinflation. Uh, is that is that what Israel sees that going on? There, go ahead.
11: Seems to be the case, and uh, from look, Israel does not want the people of Iran to suffer. Israel has nothing against the people of Iran except for the people running Iran, um, and. It, it's very tough. Um, it, it's taking a toll all over the place. There still are, you know, we don't hear anything about the protests, but there still are protests. Plus, it's taken on a, a kind of more sinister turn in terms of how the government is reacting to it. There are uh, a number of, I think there are certain girls' schools where uh, they've somehow been poisoning the girls' I think they've done something to the water supply or whatever it is, but they've uh, sickened. And I think I, you know, I shouldn't say I thought I saw that there were fatalities, but mm-hmm. I can't I can't be sure. Yeah. Um, but this is how they're you know, this is how they treat their own people. Right. So, uh, you know, that's always the case. If this is uh, if this is how they treat their own people, they're not going to be nicer to the people that aren't their own people.
2: And, of course, it was young women who really started this latest round of protest yep. when they decided they weren't going to wear their headscarves and hijibs and stuff. Well, uh,
3: Rice is blaming Raisi uh, whatever his name is, yeah. he, he's blaming unnamed enemies within the country for causing the, uh,
2: the, the attacks.
3: Yeah. Now, they say 30 Iranian schoolgirls in four cities have succumbed, to unexplained poison attacks. Yeah. Does that okay. mean they've died? or yes, does that, mean that just, means they died. That means yeah. they died. So yeah. 30, 30 yeah. fatalities so far.
2: Yeah. Uh, meanwhile, things aren't so good for girls in Afghanistan either, thanks to uh, our botched pullout in 2021. All right, when we come back...
11: Yeah, but the Taliban promised they'd be better that oh, time. Oh, yeah,
2: that's, that's, I forgot. Oh, uh, well, shame on me. All right, when we come back, and we will talk about the judicial reform efforts that have got Israeli politics roiled, kind of like the state of things here. So stay with us. Once again, we're speaking with Abe Katzman. AM
5: 950 and FL 94.9, The Answer.
2: call at 407-366-6499 or visit them at jerryzmb.com remember they're your dealership alternative jerryzmb.com 407-366-6499 folks if you've been longing for some good news i've got some relax and comfort will soon be celebrating a regrand grand opening at a new location just around the corner from their present one Winter Park Village has been undergoing major renovations that will soon be completed, making your outings there even more enjoyable. Better yet, you don't have to wait until then to get great deals on smart, fully adjustable beds, massage chairs, zero-gravity chairs, and, of course, X chairs. So visit Don and Jackie at Relaxing Comfort in the Winter Park Village to begin the most relaxing time of your life. Call 407-628-5657 and visit RelaxingComfort.com.
13: American Adversaries listeners, owner and chef Pasquale Barba of Cafe Positano's has made dining in almost as good as dining out. He has added a freezer near the checkout full of their freshly prepared signature dishes with ingredients imported from Italy ready for your oven. Wonderful soups, desserts, pizza, pasta dishes, and my favorite, chicken marsala. Or you can make your own recipes with their fantastic marinara and tomato sauces. This is the ultimate, ultimate in -in dine-in, take-out fantastic food for another night. Cafe Positano, 407-774-8080. Fresh made Italian food from Pasquale's family to you.
14: Real estate in Florida is on fire. And to succeed in a hyper-competitive market, you need the very best mortgage broker on your home team. This is Ashley Bedford with Patriot Home Funding, the official mortgage broker of the American Adversaries Radio Network. Patriot Home Funding offers a variety of loan options, including conventional, FHA, VA, USDA, renovation, investor debt service coverage, bank statement loans, purchases, and refinances. Every loan you need to make your American dream come come true. Call us today at 407-389-5132. Or visit us on the web at myphf.com to get started on your journey. That's 407-389-5132 or myphf.com. At Patriot Home Funding, we finance the American dream.
10: Patriot Home Funding is a licensed mortgage broker business in the state of Florida, NMLS 171699, and is an equal housing lender. Ashley Bedford is a licensed mortgage originator in the state of Florida, NMLS 1278530.
14: I'm Ashley Legend, and I approve this message.
10: It's official.
8: Tijuana Flats now has carnitas. Yes, Yes. We're turning up the Tex-Mex flavors full blast with our new cranked up carnitas. Try our new queso blanco carnitas chimichanga, the chipotle barbecue pork tacos topped with bacon and barbecue sauce, and the spicy habanero carnitas burrito. And try our new dueling queso appetizer featuring new queso blanco. Order carnitas now at tijuanaflats.com.
2: We're back. and Of course, we're speaking with Abe Katzman. Abe, I want to back up for a moment to the violence in the West Bank because it seems like it has been escalating, especially here lately. And I know that a lot of it is a result of terrorist activity into Israel and then Israel going in to get, you know, basically police activity going to get the terrorists and the weapons. But is it at all tied to you think the turmoil that's going on in Israeli politics that the terrorists are sort of taking advantage of that?
11: Uh, it's a good question. Um, this is certainly something that uh, that the you know that Israel's enemies are noticing. Uh, Nasrallah, who's the head of uh, of Hezbollah. Uh, pays very close attention to it and talks about how, um, you know, the Israeli uh, or whatever the Zionist entity is uh, crumbling from within, and that makes it a particularly good time to carry out attacks. Mm-hmm. So it's not impossible, but these attacks really were starting. Um, this wave of attacks started before all the uh all the civil unrest in israel all the it, all the protests
2: it actually so, seemed to start to pick up uh when yeah, Netanyahu it, and trump it, left office and the left wingers came in
11: <laughs> <laughs> well uh, that happened but uh, in this case uh really there was a wave that that started in january that i think has killed something like 15 people um and uh, you know it's and that that's a lot, it's a lot of people. Yeah, even if it kills one in terror attacks, right? By the way, uh, from all those attacks, Israel has stopped, uh, by their count, two thousand two hundred attacks. That's mostly uh, that's shooting and firebombing wow. for the most part. Uh, Mahmoud Abbas, the head of the Palestinian Authority, claims that uh, the uh, you know the inspired youth of the Palestinians have carried out. Seven thousand two hundred attacks. Now, whichever number is right, that's bad. Yeah, uh, that's really, really bad. Mm-hmm. So, um, the one of the last uh, the last week, there was uh, was things uh, things really got kind of ugly. Um, first, one of the people killed was a uh, an American kid, uh, Ilan Ganels, who was visiting. Uh, Israel for a friend's wedding, and he was killed in a terror attack. And like, okay, you know, it's in the papers for a couple of days, and I don't even know if it makes the papers in the U.S. Did not. Um, Did
2: not. No mention. No mention. Nope.
11: Here, he was buried here, and uh, thousands and thousands of people turned up to his funeral. People who didn't know him, but just, you know, this is... He died here, uh, visiting Israel. He was committed. He was planning on moving here, and uh, so anyway, this this has happened a couple of times before when lone Americans yeah. without their, are here without their family. They get the, this tremendous turnout at the at the funerals. Um, but we the, the big thing that happened, uh, I guess it was a week ago, a week and a half ago. Um, there were there was a uh, by this town there, there's a town called huwara um an, an arab town in the in the west bank in the northern part of the west bank yeah. and the main road main highway runs through it and that has been a spot where uh, no matter what israel does in terms of trying to put up security there are rocks there are molotov cocktails um, in this case, the there was a there was a roadblock, and uh, terrorists pulled up next to this car that happened to have two brothers in it, aged oh. twenty-one and nineteen, and pulled out guns and just let a rip, um, like a you know like, like a hit, you right. know, and right. uh, <laughs> they killed these two guys. And then they were able to apparently escape back into uh, into Huara. So the people in the nearby town where these kids lived were furious. Oh, by the way, in this town they were. Um they they were celebrating as they often do. They're handing mm-hmm. out candies and shooting off fireworks
2: because the Israelis had been killed right. because they, they killed, killed, killed two Jews. Israelis
11: because they killed a couple of two two Jewish kids right and uh, so these furious people went into Huara and uh, they you know started uh, taking some revenge. Reportedly, one person was killed. Um, what they did mostly. And again, they you know they miss the stories half the time. The yeah. press here, they so they said, oh, it was arson. All these arson attacks. Yeah, well, what they did, there's a, a terror big shot who's actually on parole uh, from Israeli prison, huh. and he's a used car salesman. Oh God! <laughs> so they set all of the cars on his lot on fire. Oh. They they set thirty cars on mm-hmm. fire, and that's what what it, what it, it wasn't just randomly going after awesome. the people's yeah. cars. But uh, anyway, look, that can't be allowed. It was immediately condemned across the board, across all the political parties here. Um, But the finance minister, Israel's finance minister, um, lives right nearby. Apparently had passed the spot of the attack uh, a few minutes before it took place. And he said this tent, and he was angry, and he said this town should be wiped from the map. Yeah. And later he apologized and he said, look, that was, you know, hyperbole and got to go after, you know, targeted targeting terrorists. But this has been taken uh, by the U.S. government. He's he's got a, a trip schedule to the U.S. and there are people who are they're saying they won't the the government won't meet with him. He's the finance minister, right. and and in fact there are groups who are trying to get the U.S. to block him from even being able to enter the U.S. because of because of what he said here.
3: Yeah, I think that's clear um, now. That I was reading something a little while ago. I think yeah. I think he's going to be allowed to come, and Netanyahu, I guess, took him to task yesterday and got an apology from him. Mm
11: Mm-hmm. Mhm. Okay. Uh, don't, uh, I'm glad that. Uh, I, I hope that that just uh, well you know uh, they get. But past any this. excuse, you uh, know, they have to be so careful but, with what they yeah. say.
2: Yeah, I'm sure he's going to probably be protesters to greet him when he gets here. I wouldn't be surprised. Speaking of protesters, you now have members of the IDF who are protesting and saying they're not going to serve because of the judicial reforms. And where do they stand, real quickly, please?
11: This, is, this has gotten so out of hand, and it's it, it just – I look at this, and I just think this is all nuts. This just doesn't make sense. Um, it, the latest thing that happened, 37 of 40 reserve pilots in one particular squadron announced that they weren't going to be showing up for training. That was going to be their protest. Um and, you know, what is what is so terrible? Where we are now, uh, today, a bill went to committee um, regarding the judicial override, and this bill said that they've got to have 80% of a full Supreme Court bench to nullify a law. Is that terrible? I don't know. I don't think it's so terrible. Now, I understand the part they really don't like is that the Knesset, uh, under this law, would be able to overturn a... Uh, If the um, if the court nullifies a law, Um, okay, you know, they they, that's something that can that can be adjusted. Um, But, uh, uh, you know, this is it's not reason to shut down the country and to threaten the military. The prime minister, by the way, has been very, I think, very good just pointing out that the, you know, the refusal to serve. That is what threatens the foundation of the existence of the country. Um, One guy who's looking pretty good in this is President Herzog. He has been coming across as the compromiser, the statesman, the guy who can bring people together. And he is uh, apparently he's got a bunch of academics at work on uh, some kind of some kind of compromise. Uh, again, you know, Lapid, uh, Yair Lapid and the people in, in his group, the leaders of the protests, they don't want to talk. They're not willing to, to negotiate, no. um, which says something itself. Yeah. One of the good things here that uh, President Herzog apparently, some of the academics include those from an outfit called the Kohelet Foundation, which is. Something like the Heritage Foundation. I mean, it's a very, in fact, a very pro-American uh, institute. And they were kind of, they even may have been the architects of this bill to begin with. They certainly have their f- plenty of fingerprints on it. Um, and But in terms of compromise, the, at least the way it's being reported, the prime minister is on board with a compromise, but the justice minister is... Uh, uh, taking a hard line. I don't know if this is a good cop, bad cop. Maybe. Um, all along I've thought that there would be some kind of compromise, some adjustment to this and that uh, they, you know, that this is all uh, you know, like to
2: We, we got to go for tonight, but uh, we'll of course no. we'll be following nope. this. And uh, how much longer you think this drama will go on? Uh, because it seems like the sooner they get over the better. You got 20 seconds.
11: It's going to be. I I don't think it's disappearing so soon. I wish it would. It's pointless. Uh, It's uh, it's illegal. It's causing way more disruption than it should. And Israelis should bind together when they. You know there are enough threats. It's not a time to divide the
2: country. All right. And once again, Happy Purim Day to you too, Abe. Thank you so very much. You You take care. We'll talk to you next week. Bye bye. Thank you. All right, Abe Katzman. We'll be right back, ladies and gentlemen.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, sit and up.
1: January 20th, 2017, will be remembered as the day the people became the rulers of this nation again. We assembled here today are issuing a new decree to be heard in every city, in every foreign capital and in every hall of power from this day forward a new vision will govern our land from this day forward it's going to be only america first we do not seek to impose our way of life on anyone but rather To let it shine, as an example, we will shine for everyone to follow. There should be no fear. We are protected, and we will always be protected. We will be protected by the great men and women of our military and law enforcement. And most importantly, we will be protected by God. We stand at the birth of a new millennium, ready to unlock the mysteries of space, to free the Earth from the miseries of disease, and to harness the energies, industries, and technologies of tomorrow. A new national pride will stir ourselves, lift our sights, and heal our divisions. Your voice, your hopes, And your dreams will define our American destiny. Together, we will make America strong again. We will make America wealthy again. We will make America proud again. We will make America safe again. And yes, together, we will make America great again. Thank you, God bless you, and God bless America.
2: welcome back to the show ladies and gentlemen you folks just tuning in on wacx tv or who had already tuned in a little while ago uh we're pulling this a little tribute to the leonard skinner band today uh the final surviving member of the original group has passed away gary rossington of course he played uh, lead and rhythm guitar and helped write along a lot of the songs and uh that is from one of their last CDs as a skinner group. I think they still tour. Um, and that's from the CD God and Guns. Yeah. That's quite the CD. All right. In the meantime, I got John Barrows, Rick Brown, and myself, Christopher Hart, in the Relax and Comfort Studio. We got Jeff Sennis on the bridge. I'm on the crystal clear Thompson Jewelers diamond microphone. And I want to take a few minutes now to talk to someone who attended CPAC Last week and over the weekend, and she is from Austria, and so I'd like to welcome to the show tonight, Elizabeth Sabadich Wolf. Elizabeth, hi. How are you doing?
15: I'm great. I'm great. Thanks. Thanks for having me on your show. Well, you're, I,
2: I think, are you from America? But you moved to Vienna, or was it, you came from Vienna no. and went back?
15: Tell no, me. no, no. So I'm an Austrian citizen. Who uh, grew up, uh, who or spent part of her childhood in the U.S. and who's uh, who's a, a diplomat's brat actually? So I, I grew up all over the place.
2: <laughs> I see. And
15: I love America.
2: Why did you do, attend the CPAC conference?
15: Well, uh, you know it's always great to catch up with uh, with freedom-loving patriots. And having been banned from attending CPAC for the past three years. Uh, or the past, I think, two, two years, actually, um, due to a um, non-existent, uh, well, or a weird vi- virus that actually is, you know, China-made, as so many other things that we own, uh, I decided to return and just to get the, the, the feel for what's going on. So here I am. I was here last three years ago when... Um, you know, the China virus hit, and I'm back, and I enjoyed myself. It was very interesting, but I guess you're going to have some questions for me.
2: <laughs> well, I do. So you now <laughs> reside back in Vienna, and you weren't able to come into the country because of travel restrictions, I take it? Correct. All right. Correct. All right. Uh, are the restrictions now all over in Austria?
15: Um, Yes, for the most part, they're over. Uh, The city of Vienna, a hard socialist uh, government in the city of Vienna, just listed the last mask mandate on public transportation and um, uh, the doctor's office. And um, yeah, so basically, uh, and, and the hospitals, of course. They lifted it on March first, so they were the the city of Vienna was the last city in Europe to lift uh, the mask mandate. They didn't. They did so very reluctantly because, of course, you know the the, the China virus can still kill you.
2: All right, and uh, you say that it is a pretty much a socialist government now there.
15: No, not pretty much. It is a hardcore socialist government.
2: Wow, I see. And uh, we'll get to CPAC in a moment, but over the last couple of years, there's been quite a bit of uh, migration in and around Europe. Has it affected uh, Austria?
15: Very much so, very much so. Uh, The influx uh, of of migrants, illegal migrants, uh, is incredible. Austria has uh, the second, I think it's the second or third highest Uh, per capita rate of illegal migrants that we have taken in, uh, or were forced basically to take in. Um, It's caused uh, a lot of problems. Of course, there's a shortage of housing. Uh, 60% of all children, uh, school-age children, or primary school-age children, I'm sorry, no longer speak German at home. So uh, these people do... It, it seems to me, do not want to integrate into Austrian society. And, of course, the crime rate, yeah. the murder rate, the rape rate uh, has skyrocketed. And uh, young girls are paying the price because, uh, they, you know, these young girls do what young girls do at that age. They look for love. They think they found love. And, of course, sometimes they find the wrong person. And uh, they have to pay, you know, this experience they have to pay uh, with their life
2: where are the illegal migrants primarily where did they come from
15: um primarily uh syria afghanistan uh lately it's been many from from india because serbia uh which is not a doesn't border austria but it's like two countries away two borders away from austria Uh, does not require a visa to get into Serbia, and many migrants uh, believe that if they make it to Serbia, they will then uh, have an easy, uh, you know, quote-unquote escape route into uh, Austria, Germany. uh, Well, they're all basically looking to go to Germany. Some are looking to go to the UK, um, but there's also many now from Tunisia and Morocco And let me remind you, Tunisia uh, is a place where every year thousands and thousands of Austrians spend their vacation. So it doesn't really fit that there are are asylum seekers from Tunisia, a country that Austrians spend their holidays in.
3: (laughs) Elizabeth, are you seeing a lot from... This is Rick Brown, by the way. Are you seeing a lot from... Um, Albania? Because I know the UK just suspended their asylum program because of the tremendous influx of Albanians coming across.
15: Are we talking uh, passport Albanians? Or are we talking uh, migrants coming into Albania to try to make their way north?
3: Ah, that's a good question.
15: Mm-hmm. Because Albanians really don't, uh, passports holding Albanians really don't have all that much reason to 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 totally. travel north. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would I would venture not I don't know of course but I would venture the guess that it's definitely not uh, passport holding Albanians.
4: How are they surviving once they get there? Is the government uh, paying them something? Or are they able to get jobs? Or
15: in uh, the migrants come uh, the illegal migrants coming into our countries? Yes. Um, uh, no, they are taken in by these government by the local governments like the city of Vienna. Um, attract many migrants many of these illegal migrants why because uh, the money the tax money uh, given to these migrants is, is limitless uh, they oh, get
0: wow.
15: you know more money than uh, you know from from all the, 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 the child benefits and they get apartments and uh, uh, language lessons which they really don't want to attend and most of the time don't a- attend Uh, They get social security, Um, so you know there's no real incentive for them to uh, to get a job because you know they're much better off just living off the uh, you know uh, living on taxpayers uh, the taxpayers dime. It's it's really not necessary. So Vienna is a real attraction to to these people, and uh, you know I, I I spend I divide my time between living in Vienna and uh, the south of Austria and the mountains. And whenever I I return to Vienna, I see new apartment buildings uh, being erected and and built uh, because, you know, the city is growing. Why is it growing? Because there's so many migrants. And why are there so many migrants? Because they can, they come because (laughs) they know that they... They are welcome. I must
2: Amazing. say, it, it, your plight over there sounds much like our current plight here in the United States. Yeah. Correct. Uh, did mm-hmm. you did getting back to the CPAC? What uh, did you were you telling Americans, <laughs> watch out, uh, you're going down the wrong path here?
15: Well, I, I mean, this this has been my my mission uh, for many years that I'm I'm telling Americans, uh, look, you know, this this is this is the wrong path, as you said um you need to you need to reclaim national sovereignty you have to close the borders uh we all know that you know most of us or all of us lock the doors at night so why wouldn't you uh you know shut the shut the door in the, on the southern border and the northern border look i came into this country uh, a week ago uh legally on a on a on a visa uh and i truthfully told uh, you know cpb at the border Uh, How long I would stay here, and uh, I'm not, you know, I'm fully insured, and I'm not looking for a job, but I'm, I'm just here to tell you guys that that you need to do the right thing. You have to uphold the constitution, defend it, and you have to vote for the for the constitutionalists. Um, And even if you, you know, if you don't think there's enough uh, uh, people who are constitutionalists running for office, then you need to do it yourself. And you apparently you need an Austrian to tell you all that.
2: <laughs> Unfortunately so. So get back to CPAC. Were you encouraged by what you saw there this year?
15: Um, I don't think I would use the word encouraged. I was, uh, you know, I, 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 can, I compared this year's CPAC to the one three years ago. And it was there was a huge difference between the two CPACs, um, not least because uh, it lacked a lot of organization. Um, there were, you know, there were really a lot of problems in in the organizational department uh, of uh, of CPAC itself.
3: How did they but manifest I themselves? Also Pardon? How did those organizational deficiencies manifest themselves? Uh, what did you notice? You
15: know, I, I I heard stories here and there. I also was a quote unquote victim uh, of this organizational deficit myself. In that I, uh, in what was it, mid January, uh, registered as as uh, foreign media to uh, to be at CPAC. I never got a reply. I I wrote back. To, to, um, to CPAC saying, look, guys, I'm coming in from Austria. Uh, I need, I need some, some feedback here. And, uh, I never heard back. And then, you know, I came anyway. And, uh, they told me they have no record of me being there. Uh, no, you see, nobody has had the clout to decide anything. And it was by sheer, sheer luck that someone realized that you really can't have someone who came all the way from Austria not attend CPAC and they they went above and beyond uh, to to make sure I had a, a media pass so you know there were there were glitches here and there there was a lack of uh, information also the volunteers weren't um, all that helpful not not I'm not talking about every single volunteer there were volunteers who went again above and beyond uh, their duty, but over overall, they probably weren't trained as well. Um, let me also tell you, uh, media row. Uh, there were media, but surely not as many as there were three years ago. Also, the um, um, you know all the 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 concession. You know the
2: uh, exhibitors. You know there yeah. was
15: always you know these these. What do you call them? Concession Vendors, stands, I guess. Vendors. The vendors. Yeah. Um, thank yeah. you. Thank you. The vendors, the number was a lot lower than three years ago. Uh, there were a lot of them, uh, really important uh, vendors missing. There was no Fox Nation. They, they wow. used to attract a lot of uh, people. So um, it, it, it was kind of kind of a strange uh, feeling. I remember also there were tons and tons of people. Uh this wasn't the case this year. Um, it, there were a lot of people, but certainly not not tons and tons of people. Um, and you know who the real superstar was? I mean, apart from President Trump. Who's that? At the very end. But the real superstar, the one who really rocked three days of CPAC, that was Steve Bannon.
2: Steve oh, Bannon, yeah. yeah. Steve Bannon. Mm-hmm
15: amazing. I mean, just, I'm, I'm not talking about, uh, you know, his show or anything. I didn't watch him. I, I just, uh, I didn't listen to his words, but I just watched the crowd, the way he interacted with them. I watched his speech on stage, on CPAC stage. Um, yeah, he's, he's without a doubt, the superstar at CPAC. He, he really is able to work the crowd. It was fascinating to watch and uh i didn't think uh, this would be the case and this was one thing i learned uh steve bannon is a superstar he's a rock star
2: (laughs) he's very smart that's for sure oh
15: yeah yes
2: all in the time we have left, uh, what about President Trump's speech? Uh, we were able to watch it on TV, but of course you were there to see it live. Go ahead, oh, please. Oh,
15: I was practically uh, sitting on his lap. I was ro- on, uh, in row four in the silver <laughs> section, thanks to a, to a wonderful donor. And um, I got to see him up, basically up close and personal. Um, and what I'm saying, of course, is from a foreigner's perspective, okay? I'm not giving you... Uh, the American point of view. This is my personal foreigner point of view, someone who is sympathetic to um, to the conservative cause and to President Trump. Um, his speech was, as always, very entertaining. I love it when his voice gets really soft, and then he goes in for the punch.
11: <laughs> I love
15: it. I've always loved his way of, uh, his, his speeches, because his delivery is... is so different from from anyone uh i know um
3: at least he doesn't whisper
15: (laughs) no he he really does it's really strange he does whisper and then you know you know that there's something something coming and i love his uh you know he's funny at times and that's also you know being, being funny is important when you're talking about really serious stuff. Yeah. And anyway, but um, the problem I, I had with two problems I had was one was it was way too long. It was two hours. It went on for two hours. Yeah. Too long. Too long. Uh-huh. Um, a strong 50, uh, maybe 55 minutes would have been sufficient. Uh, the second uh, problem I had was, you know, he... he he made all these, you know, announcements and, and promises, what he will do, uh, as, as number 47. Um, all of that is just fine and, and, and dandy to me. But when he talks about how he's going to drain the swamp, I can't help but think, Mr. President, you ha- already have already had four years to drain the swamp. And while it was a challenging four years, I get that you made no attempt to even drain the swamp. And you hire the wrong people, or you listen to the wrong people. It, you know, you got to do better in the future. All right. The message, the message I love. Let me just give you the, the. You know, I love hearing, when I become president, I will stop the war in Ukraine. Um, I loved when he told us that he's the only president. You know, four years of no wars, and uh, it just. It was all a happy crowd because he is so, he's a happy person, and he he, he just makes you feel good, whether American or non-American.
2: All right. Well, very good. Well, thank you so very much. And travel You're safely. Very welcome. And, Thank you. And perhaps you. next time we talk to you, you'll be talking to us from Vienna. And that would be very interesting.
15: Absolutely. We can always do that. Looking forward to that too.
2: All right. Thank you so much, Elizabeth Wolf. Thanks we appreciate it. Okay. You're welcome. All right. When we come back, we'll get to some other news. John has some good news for us as well. You are listening to the American Adversaries, so please stay with us.
5: AM 950 and FM ninety-four point nine, the answer.
3: Join us for the 38th Annual Central Florida All-British Car Show at Henry's Depot, 212 West 1st Street in Sanford on April 1st from 9 a.m. to 2 p.m. Come see nearly 200 classic British cars, visit our vendors, and have lunch at Henry Depot's fabulous food court. Exhibitors and vendors can arrive for the show at 8 a.m., and trophies will be awarded at 3. Registrations can be done on our website at BritishCarClubOfCentralFlorida.com. It's free to the public with free parking, and it's a great day of family fun. Don't forget to join us Friday night, March 31st at 530 at the Post Time Lounge in Castleberry for our annual pre-show meet and greet. Make it a weekend of fun at the
6: Central Florida All-British Car Show.
7: Network, sound, and video can make memories last forever. Like many folks, you've stored away family videos, camcorder tapes, eight millimeter film, photos, and slides for years. You can't play your family memories even if you wanted to. The camera is broken, the VCR won't play. Bring those memories back to life by transferring them to a CD or DVD so your family can enjoy them again for a lifetime. Call 407 834 8555 or visit NetworkSoundAndVideo.com. 407 834 8555. It's official.
8: Tijuana Flats now has carnitas. Try our new queso blanco carnitas chimichanga, spicy habanero carnitas burrito, and chipotle barbecue pork tacos. Order now at tijuanaflats.com.
2: Have you heard the great news, folks? The Supreme Car Detailing Superstores have added a third location to better serve you. The new location is at Candace Drive and 1792 in Maitland. As with their other locations at 510 North State Road 434 and at South Orange Avenue in Sand Lake Road. This new detailing superstore is stocked with all the cleaning products and tools you need for any cleaning task for your cars, trucks, RVs, boats, homes and businesses. At this new location, you can also test your driving skills on a state-of-the-art simulator. You will believe how real the experience is. To clean better, with less effort, go to the Supreme Car Detailing Superstores. They're open from 10 to 6, 7 days a week. Or you can order Order online at da superstore.com that's da superstore.com
5: stuck in traffic we've got the answer
10: answer traffic westbound i-4 slow around colonial then slow from kirkman to us 27 eastbound i-4 go around osceola parkway around the 408 and up around west first street Crash on the turnpike northbound past the beach line, slowdowns into there. Your latest answer traffic, I'm Dave Derico. One,
1: two, one, two, three.
2: All right, a little more skinnered for you there, ladies and gentlemen. All right, this will be the quick uh, little segment here. We went long in that first segment. Uh, when we come back, we'll have some good news from John Barros. And then the latest on Fauci. He's getting in more and more trouble these days. Speaking of people in trouble, we'll talk about the Proud Boys trial and how that trial is more exonerating evidence for Donald J. Trump, ladies and gentlemen. All right, and once again, you're listening to the American Adversaries, and once again, we're paying tribute to the Leonard Skinnerd Band.
12: Are news i'm keith peters reporting the fbi and mexican officials say four u.s citizens were kidnapped by gunmen after crossing into mexico mexican president andres manuel lopez obrador said monday the four were going to buy medicine and were caught in the crossfire between two armed groups they had entered matamoros across from brownsville texas on friday they were traveling in a white minivan with north carolina license plates The FBI says the vehicle came under fire shortly after it entered Mexico. A Florida lawmaker attracted a quick backlash to a bill he introduced that would force bloggers who write about elected officials to register with the state. The bill by Republican Senator Jason Brodeur would require bloggers to file periodic reports with the state if they are paid for posts about the state's governor, lieutenant governor, cabinet members, or legislative officials. This is SRN News. AM 950 and FM 94.9, The Answer.
2: Jerry's MB is located just off Alafaya Trail, just north of UCF. Give them a call at 407-366-6499 or visit them at jerryzmb.com. Remember, they're your dealership alternative. jerryzmb.com, 407-366-6499. Folks, if you've been longing for some good news, I've got some. Relax & Comfort will soon be celebrating a re-grand opening at a new location just around the corner from their present one. Winter Park Village has been undergoing major renovations that will soon be completed, making your outings there even more enjoyable. Better yet, you don't have to wait until then to get great deals on smart, fully adjustable beds, massage chairs, zero-gravity chairs, and, of course, X chairs. So visit Don and Jackie at Relax & Comfort in the Winter Park Village to begin the most relaxing time of your life. Call 407-628-5657 and visit RelaxingComfort.com.
5: Welcome to the American Adversaries, Drive Time, the titans of talk radio on AM 950 and FM 94.9. The Answer, online at TheAnswerOrlando.com, AmericanAdversaries.com. Streaming on Rumble and a special welcome to Super Channel WACX Antenna TV viewers on 55.7. Now, let's join the action.
0: That's what I tell
4: everyone, I was born by God's dear grace in an extraordinary place with the stars and stripes and the eagle fly. All right, welcome
2: back to the show, ladies and gentlemen, the American Adversaries Radio Show. Got John Barros, Rick Brown, and myself, Christopher Hart, here in the Relax and Comfort Studio. Jeff is on the bridge, and it's time for some good news from Big John.
4: Yes, sir. Um, I'll tell you some good news. I didn't tell you on, when, before the show or anything, but okay. This uh, this week um, um, is the marks the twentieth year that I went down there for the first time. Twenty wow. years. Yeah. Oh. Wow. My uh, my pastor, Jim Fitzgerald, we were talking about it at a men's conference that they had at St. Andrew's last uh, weekend, and it was 20 years ago that he took me down there uh, for the first time. Now, I didn't go uh, full-time until I believe it was 2008, and then... Uh,
2: Fifteen years ago.
4: Yeah, and then, uh, so it's like in there, I mean, I never wrote on a calendar when or what, or you know, but that is uh that's that that's what it was so it was a pretty good milestone for me that uh, uh god called me there you know back then i didn't want to go uh he kept asking me asking me to go to the abortion county. i said what do i want to go down there for and he said come on and i said no and then he said i'd like to say it was a spiritual thing but he said come on i'll buy you a cigar afterwards <laughs> so i said okay <laughs> and we went and uh and well, congratulations! Uh, it really changed my yeah, life. No and well, what you've, a milestone! You yeah. changed a
2: lot of other people's lives in the process. And well, got,
4: got your heads Yeah, and uh, you know, so that that was a good little uh, milestone thing. I also want to give a shout out to a listener by the name of Mike that came down. And uh, thank you, Mike. Yeah, he was amazed. Uh, it, it, you know, and he came at the end of the day when it's kind of slower, not quite so. But it was it was bad anyway, and he was like, "How how do you do this?" And uh, um, but he was so kind. He went and got me a, a gift card to Dunkin' Donuts. I do I'm not going to be without coffee for quite a while. Actually, oh, wow, but, very yeah, nice. So I was very thankful for him. But as far as the week down there went, it was uh, it was like pretty much like always. I mean, um, you know, the opposition out there. Uh, is uh, just going crazy, and God still does the same thing. We had so many, we've had so many leave that uh, because of their antics on the lawn and all of that, and then we had. Uh, uh, you mean they're having the reverse effect? Yeah, I mean, it's, it, I really believe God uses them like pawns to uh, get them out, and then we had a really big thing happen on uh, on Friday. We had uh, uh, a guy made. Uh, committed a crime, imagine this, by wanting to go inside and talk his lady out of having an abortion. And uh, he was not violent. He was not anything. He was one of the nicest guys I've ever met, really, in my life. For some reason, it put a fear in, uh, in the, I call them carnies, but the, the people that are against this. And I think they had 10 there, and 8 of them left right then what if, why i don't understand why they'd leave i have no idea i think they were just afraid i think i think they thought you know it's the first time i think that they've had opposition from uh people that are actually there to go to the to the abortion mill and uh well what happened to the guy who wanted to go in oh they called the police on him for uh,
2: trespassing
4: yeah well yeah or, or was this the face act no no this was trespassing okay and uh uh, and the police came down, and they were all trying to say, oh, he was hitting us or pushing us or whatever they wanted to say. There was cameras everywhere. And uh, the, uh, he did not do any of that. And uh, But the police didn't do anything but talk to him and tell him, don't go on the property, you know.
2: Well, was he successful?
4: No. No. She, it, it's sad when this happens a lot of times
2: but uh had he brought her or did he come down No no
4: he came down uh, to get her out after of there. she was there yeah I see and you know he was pretty shook up and uh, but the funniest thing is not only did they leave but a lot of the people that were there for the abortion clinic left in the middle of because it was kind of a lot of ruckus out there right on the right on the porch so you know we've all been praying that the ones that left, uh, get a you know have it be like a wake up call like something where they uh, think about more what they were doing and not come back so uh, so that was pretty wild on uh, Friday and then uh, hmm. I also you know and the the people that are there the pro abort people you know I I've been able to spend a lot of time with them actually when the big crowd of them leaves you can use you know and there's not this whole big scene going on uh they'll come over i prayed with some of them last the week before and had uh, some really good conversations this week towards the end of the day so i mean god is moving uh all the way through there and another beautiful thing happened right in front of them um a lady uh Uh, that works, I can't say who for, but for a delivery company, Uh, went in and delivered something in there, and then she uh, came over, walked over uh, to us and wrapped her arms around my neck and was crying and just said, Thank you. My daughter was in there one day, and she heard you preaching, and now I have the most beautiful granddaughter. and, And So God keeps moving with encouragement like that, but it is a battle out there. There's no doubt about it all right uh you can
2: keep God up with you, man. yeah you can keep up with john on his facebook page that's john barros on facebook b-a-r-r-o-s and of course he is on lucerne terrace down there and i guess he's set with a coffee but you know it'll be getting warm pretty soon and a little gatorade might help out too and uh and of course all the prayers uh, as well and uh once again congratulations and the bad news, I guess, John, over these years is that you've seen tens of thousands of women come in there, go yeah. in there, but the good news is you've seen thousands of them come out.
4: Yes, that's for sure. And, uh, you know, it's, it's funny because the people think, like, especially the carnies down there, they'll say, what are you doing? So what? They chose life or something. I will say, there's another 15 or 20 in there that are going to kill their babies. Today. I said, well, God has sent me for the one that left. God has sent me for that one, Mm -hmm. and God has sent everybody out on the sidewalk uh, besides me for that one person. And uh, I said, this is not a competition. These people have all come here to have abortions. I said, you guys are here, but uh, nothing has changed since you showed up. I mean, still, without you here, there would still be all these people killing their babies. I said, but God has sent us for these ones for the ones that these are the ones we can minister to these are the ones that we can help out I mean that's what we're here for
2: all right in the meantime uh, the we mentioned on the show Friday or had Patrick McGarrow on with the McGarrow law firm McGarrow Hall Scott McGarrow law firm with us and Uh, spoke about this latest Proud Boys trial going on in Washington, D.C. This is uh, five of the so-called founding members. And in the trial today, with the jury out of the room, the judge heard an argument from the prosecutors that they would like to introduce into evidence before the jury uh, what they believe was part of the, so we say, the plan of action that day. Uh, However, when you look at what they were offering, the plan of action were people who had very loose ties with the Proud Boys, pretty much if any ties at all, and many of them are not being charged, which leads one to believe or think anyway that perhaps some of them were FBI plants, or FBI quote-unquote informants. Now, an FBI informant is different from an FBI agent. Um, I, I guess an agent can be an informant, especially if he's undercover. But an informant is usually someone who's not an FBI agent, someone who's not a member of the agency, who hasn't gone through the training and all that. Right. just some some local yokel who you know has been recruited by the FBI to keep an eye on his friends yeah. or something like that. Confidential informant, just right? Like the police have. Pretty much, yes. Yeah. Um, so, uh, but the the judge will make a decision on whether this can be brought into the case or not. But the interesting thing is that they point out that. In making this argument, that the Proud Boys had these other members already going over to commit the violence even before President Trump started speaking, not to mention long before he was finished. So to for the left to argue that his speech itself was somehow part of that the he plot incited the riot. that yep. exactly that he let them loose he gave them the, the okay and all of this stuff is malarkey they they were already according to the prosecution in this case the troublemakers were already over there making trouble and that so we don't know what the judge is going to do as far as these, these five guys go. But if anybody's paying attention to this timeline and what we've been told about Donald Trump inciting this riot, uh, they the two just don't fit together.
3: So They're talking about it as we're talking about it on Fox.
2: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the Democrats dismiss Republican witnesses for Trump ties. Yeah, uh, yeah it, it is... You know, once again, just more evidence, even in the prosecution in government's own case, that Donald Trump didn't orchestrate what was going on as far right. as the proud boys go. By the way, uh, however, one of the defense attorneys wants to subpoena uh, President Trump and have him come testify at the trial, basically to say that no, there was no conspiracy going on. So don't know if that's going to happen at all, uh, and we'll just have to see where this trial goes from there. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, more documents have come out showing—I'm sorry, go ahead.
3: I was going to ask if the African-American leader of this white supremacy group was there at, this, at the <laughs> yes. hearing. Yes,
2: <laughs> he is one of the guys on trial. Uh, and uh, uh, once again, these were the, the so-called dogs of the Proud Boys. All right. Uh, meanwhile, though, old Doc Fauci seems to be getting in more and more hot water, although I don't know who's going to be able to do anything about it. But uh, some more documents have come out that indicate that he – and by the way, we've talked about much of this, if yeah. not all of it, before on the show. As a matter of fact, I, probably over a year ago. But more documents have come out to substantiate what we have said, and that is that Fauci was told early on by a couple of major researchers, one was from MIT and the other was from Stanford, I believe. One's name was Christian Anderson, and I forget the other guy's name. And as soon as they saw it, they wrote emails to Fauci saying, this sure looks like it's man-made. Uh, that this would be very, extremely difficult for this to have come from nature, nature. But, but but would have been easy, rather easy, for it to be human-caused. It's the result of the gain-of-function right. research and, and the work. Right. So Fauci immediately set to the task of stopping this heresy. He commissioned them, they call it, he commissioned them and others to look into it to disprove that it was a lab leak. And lo and behold, then within weeks, Mr. Anderson and this other guy and some of the other commissionees all received big government grants to support their own personal or academic uh, right research efforts. I'm talking millions of dollars. Mm-hmm. I think to Anderson alone, he got like $7.5 million, something like that. And th- once again, uh, the in- initial traffic is what I'm talking about here, pretty much establishes the fact that Fauci wanted to squelch any conversation, any thoughts of this actually coming from the lab. And of course, we now know also that that lab was at least in part funded by the NIH Via Echo, what was it? Echo Labs? Yeah, yeah. It uh,
3: wasn't e- Echo Labs.
2: Uh, it was Echo something, uh, a, a, a intermediary who took the money from the government and other private donors and passed it on over to the Wuhan lab. And, and when we say NIH, probably we're others. talking
3: about Fauci. Yes.
2: Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, the head of the, yeah, because he was uh, the head of the head. yeah, and, and actually his boss was in on it too. His, mm-hmm. the, and so. Uh,
3: He had a vested interest in keeping this.
2: Right, right. And so currently the only charges that I can see him being prosecuted on would be lying to Congress. Because uh, being stupid and doing something evil is not necessarily against the law, even though we might like it to be. And so wanting to stop the conversation about it coming from a lab leak is not necessarily against the law. Um, but to lie about it to the American public is not even necessarily against the law. But to lie about it to Congress, especially if he was under oath, now that is prosecutable.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Will he ever be prosecuted for it? I wouldn't make too much of a bet on that. All nope. uh, right, I, I I wouldn't place too much money on that. All right, but anyway, we will keep an eye on it. And nonetheless, as the truth does come out, it is making a difference. People are seeing it, and they're wising up. How much that's going to happen, I don't know. Uh, but as long as we get the right person elected back in 2024, back in the White House, then perhaps we can see, uh, what did he say? It He was going to be our retribution then perhaps we can get retribution. And I, and I said this on the show last night. It's uncanny, because sometimes some of the things that we talk about on the show and say on the show end up in a Trump speech somehow. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Just Friday, I was carried on about how I ain't tiptoeing around the bush. I'm all in for Trump always have been, always will be. As long as he's in for us, I'm in for him. And as I was saying the other day, we were robbed, he was robbed, we were robbed. I want retribution, I want vindication, and we can only get it if we re-elect Donald J. Trump. And lo and behold, in his speech at PAC, he said, I am your retribution. (laughs) Well, he does
3: live close by, you know. I don't know. Our station does carry quite a distance. It does
2: indeed. (laughs) And if you're out there, hello, Mr. President, we love you. All right, when we come back. We'll really have to tell you, speaking of uh, COVID stuff, the latest on the mask mandates. Got a brand new one for New York City. All right. So we'll tell you that. And then uh, don't forget when we wrap it up here, you got American Health Today and the Bonati Spine Institute. Folks are doing a great job with their radio show. And bring a lot of relief to a lot of people. So uh, stick around for that. And then, of course, you got Charlie Kirk and Officer Tatum after that. And we'll be back here tomorrow night ourselves with a Trumpin' Tuesday brought to us by Sutherland
5: Nissan. AM 950 and FM 94.9. The answer. American Adversaries listeners,
13: owner and chef Pasquale Barba of Cafe Positano's has made dining in almost as good as dining out. He has added a freezer near the checkout full of their freshly prepared signature dishes with ingredients imported from Italy ready for your oven. Wonderful soups, desserts, pizza, pasta dishes, and my favorite, chicken marsala. Or you can make your own recipes with their fantastic marinara and tomato sauces. This is the ultimate in -in, dine-in, take-out fantastic food for another night. Cafe Positano, 407-774-8080. Fresh made Italian food from Pasquale's family to you.
14: Real estate in Florida is on fire, and to succeed in a hyper-competitive market, you need the very best mortgage broker on your home team. This is Ashley Bedford with Patriot Home Funding, the official mortgage broker of the American Adversaries Radio Network. Patriot Home Funding offers a variety of loan options, including conventional, FHA, VA, USDA, renovation, investor debt service coverage, bank statement loans, purchases, and refinances. Every loan you need to make your American dream come. True. Call us today at 407 389 5132 or visit us on the web at myphf.com to get started on your journey. That's 407 389 5132 or myphf.com. At Patriot Home Funding, we finance the American dream.
10: Patriot Home Funding is a licensed mortgage broker business in the state of Florida, NMLS 171699, and is an equal housing lender. Ashley Bedford is a licensed mortgage originator in the state of Florida, NMLS 127
14: I'm Ashley Legend and I approve this message.
13: For years I've been seeing that shrimp and ticks mix be going together like salt in the
6: sea. And alas, Tijuana Flats answered the call.
13: New Tex-Mex
8: takes on shrimp at Tijuana Flats. Crispy shrimp tacos with corn salsa, fajita shrimp quesadilla, and a tasty shrimp bowl with signature garlic lime sauce.
13: These delicious new shrimp dishes loaded with Tex-Mex flavors are sure to be your new favorite, only at Tijuana Flats.
2: more Leonard Skinner for you there. That was Gary Rossington on the slide guitar and of course he played slide guitar for all of the Leonard Skinner songs where they had the slide guitar in it. And of course he picked a mean lead guitar as well. When I heard the news this morning, I got out my Gibson ES330, that I learned how to play Skinner tunes on and I sat down and I played uh, Freebird this oh, well, morning. Very nice. Yeah, 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 yeah. We used to play that all the time down there at Miami Dade at the uh, Homestead uh, campus down there, and uh, every day we'd get out there on the rec yard and play some tunes. And always uh, played Leonard Skinner's Free Bird as part of it. So we started calling each other Bird, and uh, that became our nickname. Oh, uh, yeah, we were a bunch of birds who wanted to be free birds. All right, in the right. meantime, they are free Bird up there in New York again, I guess, as this new mask mandate reverses the old mask mandate, Rick.
3: The New York Police Department is now asking businesses (laughs) to have their customers take off their masks before entering. So that they can identify them on the security footage to try to cut down
2: on the amount of thieving and
3: other miscreant shop behavior that's happening
2: all over the city of New York. It finally dawned on them that uh, people wearing masks could actually hide their identity to rob a store or something like that. Michael, think about so, it. The height of the mask mandate, you were walking into a bank with a mask on your face. That's right. That's right. It's amazing amazing. we didn't have more bank robberies and the like, but I guess we've come full circle, at least in New York City. Uh, you can now no longer wear a mask in establishments that are retail so establishments. So now we've got to get all
3: the crazies that are still wearing these stupid masks on their face to take them off for security purposes. I just <laughs> think it's a beautiful thing.
2: I guess so. Speaking of New York, AOC seems to be in trouble with the House Ethics Committee and maybe with the law uh, because of that the dress that she wore to that gala, what was it, last year or the year before? Yeah. And... Um she, the the get the the dress was donated to her. The tickets to tickets the gala for her and her boyfriend, and evidently the makeup and stuff that she got that day, they stiffed the vendors. None of them were paid for anything, and they're all mad about it. And the ethics committee is mad about it because she was taking donations improperly.
3: Yeah, I don't know what her their lawyer. Her
2: lawyer advised her not to go, yeah. not to do it, and uh, but she did anyway. Yeah. She so, thinks
3: she's above it all. I don't know what the limitations are on donations in Congress, but it's uh, not much here locally.
2: Yeah, it's like 100 bucks. Yeah, that's right. So, uh, so maybe we should uh, run a contest. Uh, who's going to be run out of Congress first? Is it going to be that guy that lied his way in? What's his name again? Oh, <laughs> God, right? yeah, yeah. No, not. Yeah, he's going through ethics violations, <laughs> ethics <laughs> investigation. That's right. <laughs> and, and AOC as well.
3: The, uh, the transvestite stripper from Brazil. Right. Oh, yes. 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 Yes.
2: Yes. Santos. Oh, Santos. 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 Yeah. yeah. Yeah, From New Jersey up there. Argentina or whatever. And of course, the balance is so thin. Neither party can stand to lose anybody right now (laughs) without upsetting the balance of power in Washington, D.C.
3: And we've got Ilian Omar, too, under fire.
2: That's right. right yep. So, we go. Right. so um, as it's I said,
3: target rich environment, as they this say.
2: This is the year when everything turns and everything is turning right on schedule. Speaking of on schedule, we're about done here, but I want to remind you once again April 1st, no fooling, you got the All British Car Show.
3: Yes, going to come up April 1st at Henry's Depot in beautiful downtown Sanford on 1st Street. We're going to have about 200 of these classic British automobiles, all makes, all models. They'll start arriving about 9 a.m. It's free parking, free admission for the public. Come on out. You're going to have a great time. Bring your family. Look at these wonderful pieces of classic art, automotive art, um, going all the way back to the, the early 1900s and um, it's just beautiful automobiles. Everything from Bentley and Rolls to Mini Coopers. How about that? And Henry's Depot has a beautiful um, food court so you can come down, spend the day, have lunch, Yep, And uh, stay around for the awards and have a great time.
2: There's no charge for the event, only for the food or whatever you get at the vendors. So come on out. It'll be a lot of fun. And that's on April the 1st. April the 1st. All right. And don't forget, on May the 6th, the Freedom Expo is going to be back in town up at the Seminole Harley-Davidson. So make sure you circle those dates on your calendar. And there'll be other events that we'll be talking about as well. And speaking of that, on the 5th, Cinco de Mayo. Cinco
3: de Mayo coming up, April, uh, April fifth, yeah, May fifth, May and we're going to have a taco eating contest in yep. the Winter Springs location.
2: More details to come. So, of course, we're going to leave you tonight with the most famous Leonard Skinner tune of all, as played live. I believe in Oakland, California. This would have been hmm. just months, weeks before the, th- the plane crash, which took the wow. life of Ronnie Van Zant, the lead singer, one of the founding members, Steve and Cassie Gaines. They were two newer members and their road uh, uh, road manager and the pilot and the co-pilot. Yep. Doggone plane, ran out of gas over the swamps in Mississippi. So here we go. Free bird. Keep loving. Keep praying. Don't give up. Be free. This is America. Night everybody.
5: 50 fm 94.9 the answer WORL orlando news talk station of the year with this srn news update starting now
12: breaking news this hour from townhall.com i'm keith peters reporting american officials are in contact with mexican law enforcement about the kidnapping of four americans the fbi and mexican officials say four u.s citizens were kidnapped by gunmen after crossing into mexico from brownsville texas White House Press Secretary Karine Jean-Pierre says President Biden has been informed of the situation.
7: These sorts of attacks are unacceptable. Our thoughts are with the families of these individuals, and we stand ready to provide all appropriate consular assistance.
12: She says the Departments of State and Homeland Security are also coordinating with Mexican authorities. Greg Clugston, Washington. Democrat Senator John Tester is emerging as the new swing vote for Senate Republicans as he prepares for a tough re-election campaign in the red state of Montana.
13: A small handful of Democrats have helped Republicans block parts of the Biden agenda over the past two years. Now that Democrats enjoy a larger majority...